Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. In this one hour special, I'm going to be showcasing a number of entitled parent stories all about sports. Be it football, baseball, or even skateboarding, these are some of the best stories involving Karen's ruining sports. Entitled mum thinks I have to give her child my skateboard. So this happened a few days ago. I like to skateboard and recently I decided to get back at it and got a new board since it's been years since I've been out skateboarding. I went to the skate shop and got me a new board and since I had a lot of time to spare and I was already outside, I thought I'd take advantage and go to the nearest skate park to test it out and have a bit of fun. Since I've been in lockdown with a lot of pent up energy and stress, haven't we all? So I went to the skate park. Now next to the skate park there's a playground so it's common for kids to invade the skate area that is already horrible to the point that skateboarders had to add obstacles to the park to skate i skated for a while and sat down for a bit to rest since i'm out of shape and not used to skating anymore like before i sat on one of the benches at the skate park with the board under my feet trying to catch my breath again the park was kind of empty since it was around 3 p.m and we're in the middle of miss rona there were a few kids on the playground and on the skate park so one kid comes to me mesmerized at the skateboard and asked me if he can take a ride on it since they never had a skateboard before and he liked it a lot i wasn't using it so i let him skate for a while until i was good enough to go back to use the skateboard in the past i skated a lot in this park and a few kids in the past have asked if they could use my skates or switch skates or even skate together especially little girls since i'm a girl and they are not used to see girls skateboarding i said sure go ahead i'll go buy a bottle of water and i'll be right back take care of it okay the kid said okay and started the skateboard there's a bar kind of thing in front of the park so i went there to buy a bottle of water and i kept my eye on the kid in the park i went back and sat on the bench again the kid came to me asking for help for some stuff like pushing and going on some ramps i didn't want him to get hurt so i taught him how to push properly and to bend his knees when you skate up a ramp he skated for a bit more until he gave it back to me and thanked me and now here is where the problem begins when the kid gives me back the skateboard his entitled mum comes up to me and starts so you were the one who gave my son the skateboard yeah i lended it to him for a while since he asked politely well if he was polite why didn't you let him stay with it i was confused so i answered i don't understand give my skateboard to him yeah you weren't even using it so you don't need it i'm sorry mom but i I can't do that i bought it for me to get some exercise and i don't know you even if i did know you the skateboard is mine i can't give it to your son she scoffed like she wasn't believing me how dare you be such a brat my son has never had a skateboard and you saw how happy he was using it you could buy him one skateboards for beginners are not that expensive and it's a great investment no i want you to give him yours can't you stop being selfish just give it to him and buy another one for you this was getting out of hand so i stood up and kept talking politely to her mom again i'm sorry i can't do that i can recommend you a skate shop here with good prices though but i couldn't even finish the phrase as she tried to get the skateboard from my hand so i hugged the board to get out of her reach and told her to stop 
Where are your parents? I want to talk to them and tell them you're not giving my son what's his I'm 19 and have a baby face, but I work I'm an artist and get all my money from commissions and I was done with this woman Mom, we are both adults. If I got this skateboard because I work for it and pay for it with my own money, I'm not going to give it to your son. You can buy one for him if you want. I'm not a charity center to give my things out to strangers. The woman tried to get my skateboard again, but this time I was so done and annoyed that I put it on the floor and skated out of the park. She kept yelling how I was selfish and was not giving her son my skateboard and how I stole from her son. I was tired and done. I left the park on my board so I could go fast enough so that the entitled mum wouldn't come after me. It's kind of a shame in this one. I feel like this entitled mum just ruined the entire experience for her kid. The kid seemed like super polite, you know, came up to Opie, asked politely if they could have a go on the skateboard, had a go, didn't break it, you know, asked for help even. And then when they were done, just gave it back and they were done with it. Just very grateful for the opportunity. Whereas the entitled mum clearly just ruined that entire experience, as I said, and then said, oh yeah, you need to give it to my son now. I mean, why? No one ever thinks like that. Come on. You know, part of me feels like you honestly should have just picked up your skateboard, cocked it back, and then smashed the entitled mum with it. Although that is probably a terrible idea and is obviously assault. So yeah, don't, well, don't do that in the future. Um, just that's the kind of way that you may want to deal with an entitled parent at some point in your head. But yeah, obviously don't do that in real life. That was, that was a little bit extreme, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, OP, what you did was, was very calm and collective. Fair play. That's better than what I would have done, clearly. Entitled mum wants me banned from football because her daughter broke my ankle. So this happened when I was about 11 or 12 years old. I played for a local girls football slash soccer team as the goalie. We played on a field not far from my house for home games. We went up against another local team in the county tournament. This team had a girl on it who I'll call Nikki. Nikki's mother, the entitled mum of this story, was a known problem. She'd scream if her daughter was so much as touched and had been known to be threatening to both parents and players. Nikki, on the other hand, was lovely, and we actually knew each other from school. There was a friendly sort of rivalry between us. About halfway through the first half, Nikki came at goal, and we ended up both going for the ball at the same time. Her foot connected hard with my ankle, and I immediately knew it was broken. Nikki had apparently heard the break and helped me to the ground, yelling for help. When I looked down, my foot was at a very strange angle. Both coaches helped me off the pitch. Nikki beside me holding my hand, both of us crying. Other players were gathering round, but the coaches told them to step back and give me some space. My parents appeared and sat with me while my team's coach called for an ambulance. At this point, the entitled mum appears. I hear her before I see her. What's going on? Nikki, get back on the fields. Nikki replied, Mum, I broke OP's ankle. I want to stay with her. I'll be red carded anyway. For those of you who don't know, usually if there's a foul, you get a yellow card, and two yellow cards cause you to be red carded and sent off. However, if a foul is particularly bad or causes serious injury, you're red carded straight away. Red carded? Why? Because you didn't get out of the way in time? My mum then replied to the entitled mum, no, because it happened. I don't think Nikki meant for it to happen, but it still did. Well, I think your daughter did this on purpose to make Nikki look bad. I bet she's faking it. At this point, I'm still crying and I'm in too much pain for patience. If you think I can make my ankle bend like that myself, then you're stupid. How dare you? She then turns to the coach. I want the police here too for defamation of my daughter's character. At this point, the referee comes over to check how I am and to let Nikki know that, as she thought, she's red carded. 
Nikki doesn't seem to care, but her entitled mum explodes. You can't red card my daughter. Red card that little dog. In fact, ban her from the game. She's putting it on on purpose. Look. At this point, she kicks my ankle with her foot. It's not hard, but still agony because of the break. I screamed and my mum jumped up to take the entitled mum on. The other team's coach had to get between them to stop a fight. An ambulance shows up during this and the paramedics come to help me. They managed to get both Nikki and me laughing and helped secure my ankle so as not to cause more injury. My dad told them about what this entitled mum had done and one of the paramedics shook her head and said, you can't help stupid, I guess. The police also showed up while I was being sorted out. I didn't see this part, but was told about it by other players later. The entitled mum started yelling that my mum and I should be arrested for defamation. However, after being told by several witnesses what had happened, the entitled mum was arrested for assault. I was taken to hospital in the ambulance, my mum riding with me and dad driving the family car. It turned out that I had a break in two places in my ankle. I have a strong suspicion that one of the breaks was the result of the entitled mum's kick, though that can't be proven. I had to wear a cast for six weeks and missed a week of school. Nikki and other members of both teams came to visit me at home in the following days. The entitled mum was cautioned and released, but was issued with a lifetime touchline ban by the team's coach. She apparently tried to show up at a couple of games, but other parents made her leave again. Thankfully, Nikki is still lovely and we remain friends to this day. Now, uh, some of you long-term viewers of my channel may know, I have spoken about this before, that something very similar to me happened to OP in this story. And that's why I simply had to read this one out to you guys. I was playing football when I was in university in a proper 11-a-side match. And some guy on the other team came through me, just absolutely destroyed me. Sly tackle right through my right ankle, which uh, dislocated it. He also, like OP in this story, got straight red... Well, Nikki in this story got a straight red card. But uh, yeah, I went to hospital and my uh, ankle was dislocated. Fortunately, though, it wasn't broken. That is a lot worse. Um, anyway, OP, I hope you recovered. The problem with ankle injuries, though, I mean, for me anyway, is that they last for such a long time. I've still got issues with my ankles now. Like, they ache quite often. And I'm actually, let me just go and get something that I've bought to help me with my recovery. You see this, everyone? Yeah? I'll tell you what you do with this. You stand on it and you balance. Oh, what, you want a show? All right, coming right up. Yes! So you stand on it and... My chair's in the way. Alright, so you stand on it and then you gotta try and balance. As you can see, I'm not very good, but it's good for your ankles. Anyway, enough of that. Let's carry on! Anti vax mum and dad expose golf tournament children and entire airplane to COVID. So, my good buddy has been working really hard with his son at becoming a great golfer. He's done a good job and his son was invited to play at a major golf tournament last month in Arizona. Now that's a super big deal. It's on ESPN with celebrities, etc. Now my buddy is close with an anti-vax dad and their kids play golf together and both were going to the tournament to play on a team before leaving for the tournament. And when you get to the tournament, you needed to take a COVID test. The anti-vax dad tested positive for COVID, but his kid and wife didn't. So even though they all live in the same household, none of them had the vaccine and certainly the wife and kid are already exposed, the anti-vax dad has the mum take the kid to Arizona instead. Upon arriving in Arizona, they need to do another COVID test at the hotel, which comes back positive. Surprise, surprise. So 
At this point, they're not allowed to play in the tournament and need to quarantine for 10 days at the hotel in Arizona. But what do these buttholes do? They say screw that and get back on a plane and fly home, exposing everybody on that plane. Now, my buddy is mad. He's angry that his kid could have been exposed and he's angry at the selfish mum who decided to put her and her COVID positive kid on a plane. So he talks to the nurse who administered the COVID test the day before and lets her know what the anti-vax mum did. Another nurse who is super annoyed is going to be alerting the FBI and the police. I hope they get their comeuppance. It's one thing to be anti-vax, but these people just do whatever the hell they want and don't follow any rules putting the rest of us at risk. Even with a bunch of young kids involved, they only thought of themselves. Bunch of selfish buttholes. Right then, Americans watching this video, I need your help because I don't know the rules and laws in America surrounding breaching COVID rules and regulations. I know them in the UK, and I know that if you did this sort of thing in the UK, yeah, that's illegal. You'd be going to prison, most likely. I'll be completely honest. Like, putting that many people in danger, I think you'd be going to prison. But comment down below, Americans, what happens in this situation? What do you think is going to happen as a result of this nurse reporting this family? I want to know. Okay, look, maybe you wouldn't go to prison, but you would definitely get, like, massive fines community service etc in the uk that is in america i just don't know sometimes you're harsher than we are so hopefully these guys go to prison i doubt it but yeah comment down below what do you reckon is going to happen in this one entitled mum wants my child discounts at the ski hill where i work i am so lucky that i get to work a dream part-time job teaching little kids how to ski It's the cutest thing I've ever seen and I love seeing them smile the first time I take them up the bunny hill at the end of a lesson Seriously, if you can get this job get it I also happen to get a very good employee discount Which is nice because after a full day six ish lessons i'm exhausted kids are fun But i'm tall so holding them upright while walking backwards in the nutcase tilts my expert boots have does a number on my back I like to reward myself with a chocolate bar, a hot dog, and a pop after a full day of work, using the aforementioned amazing discounts while I wait for my mum to come and pick me up. It had been a nice, warmish day, like minus 10 to minus 5 degrees Celsius and sunny all day long. So I had a full day of lessons with hyperactive youngsters. It was so busy that I hadn't bothered taking anyone up to the top of the hill, as even in my first lesson, the instructor fast lane was a bit too long. And it just got worse as the day went on also the kids after my first lesson were very young and some of them had never skied before so i wasn't holding them back from anything just trying to get across how insanely busy it was i think everyone on a 100 kilometer radius was on the hill and booking last minute lessons needless to say the cafeteria was just as packed i was still standing in line for my hot dog when i got my mum's text saying she was parking I should preface this by saying there were more instructors this year than there were coats for the instructors So I was borrowing one from one of the managers on vacation Leading to a complete confusion among parents because there was a name tag on it that obviously wasn't my name And I had to turn it in after my last lesson every day Meaning I was wearing my yellow striped jacket that I think is actually a child's extra extra large because of how short it is But it was secondhand, is an expensive brand, and fits, so who cares? I finally get to the checkout and grab my chocolate bar as I hand the cashier my employee badge, which looks very similar to a seasonal pass, so that she can apply my discounts. I should also mention that the cafeteria area is small, so we were packed like sardines. 
but it wasn't so near the cashiers so i'm not sure why this lady was standing close enough to me to read the discount on the bill i was handed i'm paranoid and always check it before leaving big mistake this woman shoves her kid upright into me and hands her her card saying you pay then turns to the cashier and says we want the child discount in a sickly sweet voice i'm confused the cashier is confused the other instructors in front of me are confused we are a ski hill known for our ski school it would go out of business if there was a child discount the cashier finally says we don't have a child discount yes you do the lady says shoving her terrified kid my guess is nine years old towards the counter she then points at me she got the child discounts i'm sorry mom but she works here no she doesn't the lady points to the other instructors they do this child is not even old enough to work here i kind of nod and shrug and eat my hot dog this isn't my problem at least i didn't think so and i wasn't quite ready to leave yet as i needed some hands to get my skis into our car i then go and stand by a wall because there was no sitting space left as the cashier brought up the total where's the discount the lady said i told you there is no discount the cashier said calmly the lady then waved her arms like a mad person pointing at me stuffing my face she got one my daughter should get one too she works here again no she does not i finally get annoyed with this and tell her that i do in fact work here as an instructor no you do not you are too young to work here and anyone can see that you are lying you're not wearing an instructor's coat yeah because i clocked out see you aren't working i want the child discounts there is no child discounts then what discount did she get she points an accusatory finger at me the cashier is getting annoyed at this point the employee one but she said she isn't working wait sorry is this woman stupid just because an employee isn't on shift surely they can still get the staff discount what at this point the people behind her are pretty upset and some are telling her to pay and move on the lady starts pointing at my employee card that's hanging between my pop and chocolate and starts saying that it's just like her kids pass i'm now at the end of my wits and show her where it says employee on the card she turns red then demands that i give it to her for her child to use i simply inform her that i'm not allowed to share it with anyone and i leave before you ask i've got no idea what happened next i applied late part of why i didn't get my own jacket and didn't know if this needed to be reported or not but no one got hurt and i assume she paid and went on her unmerry way i never saw her again i'm honestly not even sure what to say at the end of that story uh (laughs) really even after seeing the word employee on the card she still tries to make up some weird excuse to validate her logic like come on i mean really she thinks that staff are only allowed to use staff discounts when they're on shift you're what uh, what that doesn't make any sense if you're working then you're not going to be buying things at the cafeteria are you oh so weird i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
Gem tries taking my skateboard and my mate's BMX because her EK ran in front of us and we hit him. Yo Redditor and anyone else who's gonna read this. I've been reading the EP stories for a while and never came across one myself, but oh boy I did the other day. Context. I am a 13 year old living in Northern England, big up Bradford, but do not whatsoever fit the role of being a chav like the stereotypes of up here. Although it says in the title that my mate and I ride and stuff, we don't ride Carreras and don't carry knives. We just want to get good at what we do. I'm 13, but I also happen to be 5 foot 9 and I have a super deep voice. This comes in later. The juicy story. So this happened very recently. Recently, we've had great weather up north, a rarity, and me and my friend have been going to the local skate park almost every day after school to practice what we love doing. The skate park isn't very big, but it has a fantastic surface and a pretty good half pipe from dropping in, etc. On this particular day, we got there and both verbally groaned, midgets. They swarmed around on crappy razors and other design masterpieces from eBay, devouring the ramps and snaking people like vipers. Snaking is cutting in front of people when those people are about to drop in or whatever. We looked at each other and walked forwards with wary steps. I was putting my helmet on and was about to drop in when I noticed my trucks were a bit too loose, so I sat down and got my Allen keys. F said he was going to the shop, so I gave him a quid and asked for a Dr. Pepper. I did some kick flips and nolly flops to get warmed up by the side of the park. I did a couple of circuits at the park, doing a few tricks at the half pipe and everything else. On my third circuit, a little kid, EK, ran onto the park and in front of me. I swerved out of the way but clipped his shins with my board. He seemed to be fine, if shaken, but I'd gone straight off my board and had a huge graze on my left arm. I swore and stood back up, looking over to see if EK was alright. EM ran over to me and started yelling at me. The following conversation ensues. What the hell do you think you're doing, deliberately crashing into my baby like that? Your son literally ran in front of me when I was minding my own business, doing something that doesn't harm anyone if everyone is respectful and sensible. I was watching the entire time and you 100% definitely went into him on purpose. I pull out my phone. I don't have time for this, mom. I just want to skate, so sorry little guy, I said to EK. I didn't mean to hit you, but for next time, try not to run over the big track here, because it can get you hurt, yeah? My son did nothing wrong. Why are you verbally berating him when he was clearly in the right here? I'm already tired of this conversation. Okay, I'm in the wrong. I apologize for hitting your son and hope we can just go our separate ways and forget about this entire ordeal. She seemed to accept this and walked off. My friend came back at that point and laughed his head off, saying he'd been watching from a distance and that was the most hilarious thing he'd ever witnessed. I hit him and took my drink. We messed about for a couple of minutes, then got on with it. I don't mean to brag, but I can skate pretty well. I've been practicing a 720 gazelle flip and just doing basic lines on the halfpipe and such. We were having a good time when the EM rocked up again, this time with a police officer. I continued skating, just trying to ignore the EM. When I got back to my friend, the officer waved me over and I complied, trying not to seem wary of what he was going to say. This woman here tells me you have deliberately hit her child with your board and then tried to assault her. Can I hear your version of the story, please? EM visually slouches and looks a heck of a lot grumpier than before. So basically, her kid ran in front of me and I swerved out of his way. I clipped him with my board and sent myself flying, grazing my arm. I show the officer my graze. Then this lady yells at me for assaulting her son and I try to keep the peace and give her kid some friendly advice on not running into a skate park. She then yells at me again for yelling at her kid at which point I've had enough and tell her that I was totally in the wrong and I hope she can forgive me. I yell for my friend. My mate here can confirm this as he was watching. He confirms this is true and another couple of guys chip in and say that EM is the liar here. 
The officer gives her a warning for wasting police time and then wanders over to the ice cream van. After EM's sure he's gone, she whispers into EK's ear and then wanders past me and towards my staff. EK then proceeds to run onto the park again. I grab him round the waist as there's a guy about to smack straight into him and pull him backwards. The EM has been watching this happen and then proceeds to yell. Pedo! This kitty fiddler just touched up my son! This man is touching my son! 20 year old pedo! The officer comes running and tackles me to the ground. I play rugby so it's no biggie that I just got slammed to the ground but still it was a shock. What the F you dumb female dog? Gotta keep it PG, thank you very much. I just saved your son from a broken arm and you're calling me a pedo? Plus the fact that I'm 13 makes you effing mentally clapped doesn't it? And for all you Americans, clapped pretty much just means stupid. Everyone else in the park is looking at this lady like she's complete and utter div, another English word. The officer then yells at the lady for disrupting the peace again and says that this is her final warning. At this point she realizes she's messed up big time so speed walks off with ek two minutes later she was back and whilst i was having a drink and watching my friend do stuff on the half pipe she took my 120 pound custom built board and ran i yelled what the heck she was doing and sprinted after her full on rugby tackling her to the floor and pinning her down my friend sprinted over and took my board from her whilst the officer sprinted over again and arrested her mom you are hereby under arrest for attempted theft disturbance of the peace and some other things I can't remember something like wasting an officer's time I get up from pinning her down and dust myself off you might think it stops here but that's a no from me dog the fun never ends I'm shaken at this point my friend walks over to me and shows me my board one of my most prized possessions had been damaged I was adjusting my trucks when she nicked the board so everything was loosened. One of the trucks had bent from being slammed against concrete. I showed the officer and he added something about property damage to her charges. Her entitled kid then walks over and shoves me, sending me to the floor as I'm unprepared and out of breath. The officer grabs his arm and holds him in place. I don't know the results of what the EM got charged with and I'm too lazy to give updates, but yeah, this was my run-in with a Karen slash EP. Well, thank you very much, Jos Bob, for your submission to my sub brother that entitled mum is something else karen secretly films me jogging and shows video to my boss i recently had an emergency appendectomy and recovery has been slow i had to take time off from my own athletics but worse from coaching in the kids sports program i'm involved with the experience made me step back and realize i really built my whole identity around being active and healthy so the hit my physical abilities took as a result of being sick and the healing process has made me feel lost i've been working to regain the joy i used to experience from exercise without going oh you used to be so much faster with that or your techniques used to be so much stronger or you don't fit in anymore or whatever else and just enjoy myself regardless of the level i'm at but ironically the anxiety about not being able to do what i used to has made regaining those abilities difficult it made me self-conscious about exercising in public spaces but i was starting to finally get over it as friends convinced me the source of the concerns were all in my head there's no way to get back to it other than training so despite the anxiety i started running again as soon as the doctors approved it I went to the local track and just did a few slow laps each morning building up speed every few days 
and I've only just been authorized to add some sprints and bodyweight training into the mix. Occasionally, there were other people at the track, but I didn't really notice because I run with headphones on and try to zone out in these lighter sessions. But little did I know, my friends were actually wrong. It was not all in my head. I was being watched, and more than that, I was being judged. This was my absolute catastrophe level worst nightmare at this stage of building back my strength and speed. On Friday, I was setting up for practice at the kids program and the head coach asked me into his office because a parent had a complaint. A parent I didn't know too well, Karen, was there and he said she had a specific complaint about me. The meeting almost didn't happen because of Karen's initial refusal to put on a mask, which is required in our facilities for now. But eventually, her desire to tell on me for whatever she thought she had me on overrode her freedoms to infect anyone. I was a bit nervous, as anyone is being called to meet with their boss over a complaint, but I figured it was a classic case of, my kid should start more. Or, I know my kid tried out as a midfielder, but I want him or her to switch to defense. That kind of rules don't apply to me thing. But instead, I sit down in the office and Karen is playing my boss a video of me running on the track that she filmed from afar. It's surrounded by stadium star risers. I was horrified, both because no one is ever totally used to seeing themselves on video. Well, I'm getting there, but but I completely agree. And because I was just embarrassed about how slow I was. But most importantly, because why was a virtual stranger, I'd met her personally maybe four times ever, filming me while I ran on my own at a private facility? She then went on to explain that her eight-year-old son, one of the players on my squad, was lapping me in the video and insisting the coaches need to hold themselves to higher athletic standards than the young players if they want to prepare them for college teams. Again, her son is eight. Apparently, her son would sometimes be running on the track while her older child was practicing on a nearby field. I never noticed. The kid is still relatively new and I don't pay much attention to the other people on the track. My boss patiently but firmly explained to Karen that my physical abilities are not the parent's concern and all personnel are closely managed by the head coaches who understand each unique situation and what's appropriate and that her son wouldn't be impacted. Karen then went on to say that my being out of shape was probably connected to why I've been taking so much time off lately. Uh, Well, technically, yes, it is because I was in the hospital, though, and complaining that the personnel changeover isn't good for the kids. My boss again reiterated that the head coaches hadn't changed or taken any time off and that I was still one of the most skilled in the area I instruct, so this was not her concern. She asked if there was someone else she could speak to, but he explained that he was the owner and founder of this program, so no, there was not. I knew my boss was intentionally avoiding saying what had happened to me or even alluding to a health issue to protect my privacy, but I figured maybe being transparent with her would show her how ridiculous she was being and keep her tuition dollars in our program during a difficult time for sports clubs. But when I got involved and explained what actually was going on here, she just turned to the boss and said, well, maybe you should follow her until she's healed and bring on a healthy coach in the meantime, because my son needs someone out there who can keep up with him. 
My boss respected what I was trying to do, but made it clear we weren't going further with that strategy to avoid setting a precedent of sharing coaches' personal circumstances. Telling her why people take time off or what their health status may be is not this lady's concern because the program manages that and makes appropriate decisions. She kept kicking up a fuss, but the coach finally told her he had to get back out on the field, back to her son and everyone else's kids. She started physically leaving, but continued fussing about how she was not satisfied and would not be recommending us to other parents. Pro tip, not the way to conduct yourself with the people who make recommendations to scouts concerning family culture or team interaction. The coach, though, wasn't preparing to leave. Instead, he stopped her in her tracks to tell her if she was found to be surveilling or otherwise harassing any staff members again, she'd be perma-banned from the program. No games or practices, no team social events, no presence in our buildings, and no clemency. So that was pretty satisfying. Her son is a good average kid and I'm glad the consequences were focused on booting her out rather than limiting his opportunities to have fun playing. So then we went out and had a great, happy, safe practice. This was still a pretty upsetting event for me personally though and I'll never unsee that discouraging video of me running. But it was ultimately reassuring to know the other staff had my back. Leaving Karen in the dust is just another step on my road to recovery. I mean, this story is absolutely horrible, guys. And to be honest, I can actually relate quite a lot to what OP has gone through there. Not with somebody filming you whilst exercising and you being slower than you'd like to be. That is just horrific. And I'm glad to say that that's never happened to me. But I can relate to being quite fit and then coming back from some sort of injury or, you know, health concern like you went through and then not being as fit as you once were and being very sad about it. That is for sure. I mean, those of you that know me well know that I have gone through a lot of like ankle issues in the past couple of years. And I was very fit before that. And now, um well the, the the pounds are piling on let's just say that but we'll be back don't you worry about me um as for this karen though i hope she's never back uh, goodbye see you never how i got a store manager fired for selling my property to a karen i am a 26 year old man and i'm both autistic and have severe ptsd from some childhood trauma caused by both of my parents that i really don't want to get into i'm on a few different medications for depression and migraines and i have to live in section 8 housing that i just moved into a few months ago after being on the waiting list for years i don't like being touched or loud noises and i certainly don't like seeing anyone take my stuff When I moved to this city for the Section 8 housing, I've been gifted a brand new Razor Kick scooter by a friend to get around my new area with. And I love it. It's black and made a bit sturdier than typical ones for an adult to ride and has bigger wheels. It also isn't sold in the local stores, but they have similar looking ones in the bike departments. Now, obviously, I don't just leave it outside when I go into a store. I fold it up and put it in my cart while shopping. In general, I look kind of twitchy, so most people leave me alone, and I'm just fine with that. But touch me without consent or take my stuff and be ready for a massive freakout. I went down the canned food aisle and started browsing the chunky soup. When I picked what I'd wanted and put the cans in the cart, I noticed my scooter was gone, and there was a woman with a kid fast walking away while carrying it. I shouted after them to return my scooter, but they ignored me. So I abandoned my cart and gave chase when I caught up to the lady and the kid I tried to take my scooter back But the kid screamed so loudly my eardrums felt like they were gonna pop 
The Karen mum shoved me down while yelling something I didn't hear because my ears were ringing and my brain just stopped working for a moment. A manager noticed the commotion and came to see what the trouble was. I didn't even get a chance to speak when the Karen started calling me a creep, demanding I be thrown out. Now I kept trying to explain what really happened, but she just kept yelling over me. We were separated and I was made to sit in an office. The manager approached me and I asked him where my scooter was and he admonished me and said it was sold to the Karen and I shouldn't have tried to take it from the kid when they were just trying to buy it from the store. Then he pointed out that he'd given the Karen a discount just because of the situation. I understandably freaked out and told him that the Karen had taken my scooter that I came into the store with and it wasn't sold there. The manager just looked confused and I nearly broke down. Then I pulled my phone out and showed him a picture a friend had taken of me with the scooter right after I'd gotten it. The next thing I knew, he was running out of the room. And when he finally came back, he said that the Karen was long gone. I pulled up my phone and started frantically calling the police. Now, the manager actually tried to stop me by putting his hand over my phone and I freaked out from him touching me. He backed off because I'd nearly kicked him and was panicking and saying he'd buy me another scooter from the store. But I told him that my scooter was expensive and didn't come from their store and I wanted mine back. Well, it turned out I had managed to dial 911 because the police were already listening in on the line and the operator was trying to get my attention. I just told them to send someone over because my property had been stolen. I had to wait for another hour at least while the police showed up and then went through the CCTV footage. It clearly showed me entering the store with the scooter and showed the Karen and her crotch goblin taking it from my cart and the mess that followed when I tried to get it back. I wanted my scooter back and the police had to find the Karen from the camera footage of the parking lot. They found her address by running her plate number they got from that camera footage and I got to ride in the back of a police car while we went to her apartment. The officer knocked on her door and I didn't hear the situation because I was still sitting in the back of the car with the windows closed. But the Karen looked really angry and eventually brought out the scooter after some back and forth. She practically had to wring it out of her kids hands I got let out of the car and they asked me if I wanted to press charges for assault because the mother had shoved me She looked ghost white when I said I did want that But the Karen started crying and then begging me She said that she honestly thought it was something the store was selling and it was her kid's birthday I yelled that that didn't excuse her from stealing from someone else's cart let alone from a legally disabled man Her kid was also loudly crying and my ears were hurting again. So look, I said I wouldn't press charges on her if she didn't come near me or my stuff again, but I wanted something done about the manager at the store for letting this all happen, and I was ready to ride my scooter all the way back there. But the police convinced me that it would be better if I just went home and calmed down. I later learned on my next visit to the store, a couple of days later, that the manager was fired over what happened because he'd already had a few complaints against him and he didn't bother to check that the scooter wasn't one of theirs. And the store actually gave the Karen and her kid a replacement Razor scooter that they had in stock because she had actually already paid for my one. However, she was also banned for six months from the store for shoving me and stealing the property that was in my cart. I was also given a $50 gift card for some free groceries since I wasn't able to buy anything the day that mess happened. Now, every time I go into that store, a few of the employees know me by name. And one actually told a random kid to leave me alone when he asked about my scooter. 
I certainly keep a better eye on it now too. I've also since added a name tag on the underside with my full name on it just in case this happens again. You know what, mate? Good on you for actually going after the person who really made a mistake in this story because, look, yeah, obviously it's not great stealing something from someone else's car in a grocery store or whatever in general, but that's not illegal. Yeah, I mean, it's not ideal, but look, the Karen nicked it, thought it was great for her son, paid for it, and genuinely believed it was hers because it was in your shopping cart, so that kind of makes sense. However, for the managers to actually say, no, that was part of our, you know, stock, and no, we genuinely did sell that, and it's not not yours that's actually a bit mad because that's just not true and clearly he's just not done the work or not doing his due diligence to actually find out whether that was something that his store sold or not that's a lot worse in my opinion and i think you agree with me op and that's why you did what you did so yeah for me going after the person that actually kind of screwed up in this story makes sense he deserved to be fired especially given this was not his first mistake i mean i'm just scanning over this story again i completely forgot the manager actually tried to stop you from calling the police by physically touching your phone that's a bit mad The metric system doesn't care about your entitlements. So, this was a few years ago when me and my wife, both Mancunian, that means they're from Manchester in England, were doing a mini world tour as part of our honeymoon. We were in Iceland and had been really disappointed to find out that the Blue Lagoon is man-made and it's basically just a large outdoor swimming pool of water runoff from the geothermal plant. So, after some light googling, we found a place about an hour and a half drive from Reykjavik called the Secret Lagoon. The place is amazing and exactly what I expected from a natural hot spring. Basically, a large pond pouring with steam, a river running next to it also pouring with steam, and then a load of smaller bubbling pools of water and mini geysers that would blast water into the air every 10 minutes or so. The place is on somebody's land and they've built a changing room and shower area and charge about £12 to get in. Between the pond and the river, there is a roped-off area of small, deep pools that has a sign saying, Warning, water is over 90 degrees, do not enter at your own risk, which is probably a bad translation of no entry, we accept no liability. Anyway, me and my wife were leaning against the side of the pond closest to this, and we notice a guy wander up, read the sign, then step over the rope. As he's walking up to one of these small pools, the lifeguard is running over and shouting, Stop, stop! You can't go in there. Then the American accent replies, Whatever, buddy. I can do whatever I want. By this time, the lifeguard has reached him and tries to explain to him that the water is between 90 and 110 degrees and that he walked right past a do not enter sign. To which the American responds, No, it says enter at my own risk. So I am. And it's not very risky. It's hotter than 90 degrees in Nevada every day. This utterly perplexes the lifeguard who has absolutely no idea what the heck the American is talking about. So I shout over, Oi, mate, it's Celsius, not Fahrenheit. Now the American looks confused and says, I don't know what that is. I'm going in. For reference, guys, 90 to 100 degrees Celsius is about 194 to 230 degrees Fahrenheit. Then follows about five more minutes of arguing between the American and the lifeguard before the American obviously thinks, oh, F this, and takes two steps further to the pool and goes to put his foot in. Fortunately for him, but unfortunately for Darwinism, he only manages to dip a toe in before screaming in pain and hopping back to the changing room in a huff. The lifeguard sighs and goes back to his chair. What a freaking divvy. 
Yeah, guys, for any Americans watching right now who don't know about the metric system, 100 degrees Celsius is the boiling point for water. So what, did, what was it? 90 to 110 degrees this pool was. So pretty much the water was steaming. <laughs> Surely you can see with your eyes the water is steaming, like steaming hot, boiling even perhaps. You're not going to want to go in there. I mean, it's just so, so, so weird. I just don't understand this American at all. I'm sorry. Look, I get it a little bit. The sign was poorly translated. You can't really help that. But surely you see this pool of boiling hot water. Who cares if it says 90 to 100 degrees and you think it's in Fahrenheit? Yes, that would be quite cool for Fahrenheit. But oh, well, still quite warm, but not not boiling hot anyway. But you see the boiling hot water. Do you not? Does it not go through your mind? Oh, maybe this is actually going to hurt me. Maybe this is boiling water that I'm looking at right now with my eyes. Who knows, guys? Uh, who knows? An entitled mum thinks that my personal swim gear belongs to her. So for some backstory, we have a swim team at my high school that starts in mid-November. I wanted to start to get back into shape before I try out for it, so I joined a gym that had a lap pool I could use. I'm 17, so I just drive there and back myself. A few days earlier before the encounter, I learned that a swim team for 10 to 11-year-olds started just a few minutes after I would usually stop swimming, about 5 or 10 minutes after I usually stop. On to the story. I just finished my workout and I climb out of the pool. As I was walking over to my bag, which had my stuff, I saw that a mum and her kid walked into the pool area. I guess they were here for the swim team practice, so I just kept drying myself off normally. I'm kind of lazy, so I just put my shorts over my wet jammers to save some time. I finished getting dressed and I start to pack up my swim gear. I bought myself some nice swim gear, like a kickboard, a pool boy, a pair of new goggles with some money I earned from my job. I finished packing the stuff into my bag and start to walk out but the mum i saw earlier came over to me the encounter went like this hey my son forgot his swim gear for his practice today i was wondering if he could use your gear she was actually pretty nice about it at first but it got worse sorry look i'm just about to head out and i need to take my swim gear with me couldn't you just leave your gear here and come back for it tomorrow no sorry i'm just not comfortable with that i turn around and start to walk off when she grabs my shoulder this is where things went downhill so my son needs that gear for his practice just give it to me and i'll leave it at the desk for you tomorrow i need to go i'm not giving you my stuff maybe the coach has gear you could borrow from i start to walk off when something i didn't expect to happen happened the entitled mom literally grabs my bag which not only does it have my gear but my wallet and phone and starts walking away with it i only had it over one shoulder and wasn't really holding on too tight give me my bag back that has my phone in it so you should have let me have it and now it's your fault you left your phone in it my son needs this gear more than you the lifeguard who was sitting near the pool saw what was happening and walked over is there a problem here yeah he wouldn't give me his gear my son needs that gear more than he does the lifeguard looks over at me and just notices the sheer look of are you seeing this bull on my face okay look i saw you take his gear away from him just give it back or we'll have to kick you out how come my son needs that gear more than he does he wouldn't give it to me come on just give me my bag back it has my phone in it the lifeguard makes her give my bag back and she just walks away with the most annoyed look on her face the only upside is that i got a free two-week membership to the gym the lifeguard told the story to his boss and they wanted to make sure i still wanted to be at the gym good guy more people should be like him so that was my very first encounter with a wild entitled mother and my first post onto this sub well it was a good one I love how she makes the dramatic step from fine if you're not going to give me your swimsuit I may
may as well just take your phone as well. That makes no sense to me. It's your fault that I threw my not able to swim child in a 26 foot deep pool when no one was looking. Backstory. I used to be a swimming teacher. Got the job very young by accident because I've always been the sporty type. Next to my house, there is a very famous Olympic pool in which they teach swimming and train Olympic swimmers from a very young age. So I went there with no expectations at all and the next thing I knew, I was working at 15. Needless to say, I was the youngest there and if it wasn't for the shirt that literally said that I was a trainer, no one would have ever noticed me there. My job there was to take care of and teach babies how to swim. From age 3 to 5, about 20 kids per class from Thursday to Friday from 2pm to 6. So the kids and the parents knew who I was when the class was over and the rules about the pool, which included two very important things that I reminded the kids every single day. One, do not go near the pool if your teacher isn't around. And two, do not go into the pool if you don't have a floppy. I don't really know what they're called. We just called it that way for years for some reason. But it was those pool noodles that were old enough to be bent and we tied them around the children's chest. So it basically worked as a lifesaver. Also, you need to know that we have three pools, each one deeper than the others. My class took place in the medium deep one and the kids weren't allowed in the other pool that wasn't the other one where they had their class. The parents also knew this. Moving on to the story. As a baby's teacher or actually any kid below 12 years old teacher, we weren't allowed to leave the kids alone or send them away if their parents weren't there. This resulted in us waiting an extra 15 to 20 minutes for parents after our shift was done, which wasn't really that bad. And when we had to wait more than that, the parents had already called and we just changed our clothes, the kids clothes and waited with the kid outside. But in this story, this was not the case. I still had a four year old boy under my care. It was 40 minutes past my shift. We were both wet, cold and tired because we couldn't sit anywhere. I ended up wrapping the boy in a towel another parent gave me because the kid was trembling so much. And I actually held the boy in my arms when he couldn't bear it anymore. I swear that kid was about to faint from the cold and I was already mentally preparing my first aid skills and a no shame barrier to run to the nearest hospital in my swimsuit. 50 minutes, an hour, it was getting darker and the cold air began to strike us. Finally, the mother appears. She doesn't even look at her child, doesn't even look at me. She says, let's go and starts to walk away as I'm holding her barely alive son in my arms, not even looking back to see if he's following. I had to take the other towel away since it wasn't his and I clearly didn't trust his mother. I planned to return it myself the next day, put the kid down, say goodbye, watch him walk a few steps and turn around to rush to the lockers because now I was freezing cold. I was furious but couldn't do or say anything. I guess the mother had told my bosses that maybe she had an emergency of some sort and was still sorting it through the phone? I got to the locker, fully changed into clothes that weren't pool-like, went from swimsuit and crocs to jeans, hoodie, socks and converse, chilled in the locker room for another 20 minutes, browsing WhatsApp groups, packed my stuff in my backpack and walked outside, closing it behind me since I was obviously the last one. At this point, it was around 7.20pm. There was barely sunlight and it was time for Olympic swimmers to train and they really don't care for anything that's happening around them. So I just start walking my way out of the pool area, ignoring almost everything around me. I heard screams. It's hard to notice them at first because there's so much noise around between the water, the chit chats and the trainers screaming, but the screams got louder. And as I'm awkwardly passing by the deepest pool there is, I noticed the same mother from before kneeling in front of the water, holding her cell phone with one hand and just kind of flopping her other hand into the water. I follow her gaze and immediately drop my backpack and dive into the pool, where her kid is almost 10 feet down in the water. This boy didn't drown because of me. 
People were screaming because they noticed this from the seats area. Someone had to rush to my boss's office and they had called the pool paramedic. Other people were still trying to get someone's attention so they could help. And my three bosses, one of my co-workers, another trainer, and the paramedic showed up at the exact moment I'm getting this boy out of the pool and starting CPR to get the water out of his lungs. The mother just awkwardly stands there, lurks at the back of everything in silence, and, well, stands there. The kid is okay. They are wrapping him in towels and telling him everything's okay. People are still wondering what happened and asking around. I take a moment to process everything and I notice the mum in the back staring at her phone. Okay, so despite her kid nearly dying, literally drowning to death, she's on her phone. What is this woman doing? I snap. Cue the drama. The dialogue wasn't exactly like this since this happened about three years ago, but I still remember some of it. So I'm totally drenched in water and I'm a totally angry teenager and EM is of course the entitled mother. What the frick? Why was your not able to swim son in the deepest pool we have unsupervised? He was not unsupervised. I was watching him. He almost drowned. Yeah, well, that's not my fault. I paid the school to teach him how to swim and I just wanted to record him swimming to show his daddy. He does it very well. Do you want to see? Uh, yeah, it's not as if I've just been teaching him for the last hour or so. She then shows me her phone with an actual recording of her telling her son to go into the water to show daddy how you look like a fish in the water. The boy is repeating the exact words I told them every day about not going into the water without a floppy or a teacher nearby. The entitled mother telling him it's okay because she's there. The boy saying he's scared and then the mother literally pushing this kid. The mother records him struggling for a while, awing at how he was able to hardly float around for some minutes and when he gets tired of moving his little arm and legs around to keep his head out of the water and trying to get to the edge, his mother pushes him away from the edge and he immediately sinks. And the video still lasts about 20 more seconds where the mother is just filming the kid sinking and she's just saying stuff like, look at me daddy, just like a little shark okay so now this story has got even worse it's bad enough that she pushed her child into the 26 foot deep end but now she's stopping him from getting out and causing him to drown what sort of mother is this i noticed he wasn't coming up so i tried to grab his hand but he was way down thank god you appeared at the right time I'm just in dead silence. I should probably start swimming classes too, since I do not know how to swim. Do you know a good school? I give her the death stare. At this point, I'm done with this woman. Do you even care about your son? This is the second time he's almost died under your supervision when you showed up an hour late after class was over. And you didn't even apologize to me or explain why you were late. I would really appreciate it if his dad came for him after class, because I swear I will never let this child go home with you. Pause to breathe and I realize something. Why did you even push him in the water? He's four. You know he doesn't swim nor float, or at least you'd know that if you had a minimum interest in his life. What the F? What the F? What do you mean? You are way too young to talk to me that way, you little brat. My son is my problem and not yours. I don't owe you anything. You don't have the right or the power to prevent me from doing whatever I want on my son. And I couldn't jump in because I'd get my clothes wet. And I have to drive home. Also, I had my cell phone in my hands. I literally can't believe what I'm reading. At this point, I'm visibly soaked in water from head to toes in the clothes I'm supposed to walk home with. I mutter an F you and walk away. I don't know what happened next to the entitled mother. I approached the kid again to say goodbye and to check 
check if he was alright. Grabbed my backpack, my boss jumped in to take care of the situation, and I started my 15 minute long walk back to my house. Although by the time I got home, I'm sure most of the water had evaporated from the way I was fuming. My boss filled me in the next day and said the mother was actually at the seat area by the time class was over, and she got distracted with her phone the whole hour it took her to notice class was over, and that she had to pick up the kid. Really, she was there the entire time. She had complained that I had screamed at her, and after finding out I was the actual swimming teacher, she demanded I got fired. I was not. I actually got a raise. Well, well deserved. She threatened to sue the school because they had babies taking care of babies. And when confronted with the rule book about her breaking the rules and that she would be in trouble, I'm not sure how law applies to that in my country, for being in the pool area out of hours and nearly drowning her son, she immediately erased the video, said we had no proof, screamed some more at my boss, and walked away dragging her son with her. The kid never showed up to class again. Years later, and I'm still salty about this whole situation. My co-workers told me that there was more to the story, but my bosses refused to say anything about what happened next with the mother. I did get a warning for how I talked to parents, but it was kind of like, just don't scream what the F at them. And I wasn't in any real problems since I didn't have my uniform on. So in the eyes of witnesses, I was just a kid swearing at an entitled woman. <sighs> well... <laughs> I just feel like I need to take a breath after that story. What have I just read? Okay, let's get one thing straight. That kid is a hero, but this parent should not have custody of her child anymore for what she did. She genuinely said that her cell phone was more important than her kid's life. And the stuff about her shoving her kid in the pool and not letting him out when he was drowning, that is just another level of crazy to me. Like, child neglect is one thing, but when it turns into child abuse, that's just too much for me. You know, I just hate that sort of stuff. She needs to be put away for a long, long time. Entitled mum labels me the office lady for wearing a swimsuit at a surf school. I'm a surf instructor at a surf school on the beach. It was the end of the day. I had just finished my final class. I'd done five hour-long classes in a row and I was covered in water and wet sand. So I just wanted to get the thing off me and maybe go for a swim before I left the beach. Now I assume OP is talking about a wetsuit in this instance. I was in the surf shack we're based in with three co-workers who I'll call Sam, Joe and Mick. Names changed, but Sam in real life has an equally gender-neutral name. I texted my boyfriend, who confirmed he was five minutes away. I'd already finished my part of the closing up process, so while Sam put the close sign on the door and locked up the filing cabinets, and Joe and Mick sorted out the wetsuits and put the boards back in their holders, I left the boys to finish up and went to the changing area to strip off my wetsuit. I'd gotten down to my tankini when I heard a loud, nasally, American-accented voice. It was, of course, an entitled mother. Excuse me? Hello? Service, please? Seeing the boys were occupied, I pulled on my skirt and went to the door. Now, this entitled mother did not look like a stereotypical Karen. Long hair, tanned, wearing a bikini with a big floppy beach hat and a sarong around her waist. Her daughter was with her. She looked around 10 to 12 years old and was like her mum's mini-me, but she didn't speak once during this encounter, so I don't know if she's entitled or not. Hi, can I help you? You can start by putting some clothes on? My tankini is covering about the same amount of skin as a one-piece would aside from a strip of exposed skin by my waist and i'll admit that the neckline is kind of low but this entitled mother is literally wearing a bikini with way more exposed skin than me i reply with customer service mode activated i'm very sorry miss sam can you grab my shirt please he throws my tank top at me and i pull it on better 
Not really. Is there anyone else who could take care of us? Wait, so this entitled mother doesn't even want to speak to this worker because she's wearing a swimsuit. Makes a lot of sense. Sorry, my co-workers are a little busy right now. We're closing up. Fine, I want to sign my daughter up for classes tomorrow. I start to talk her through the availability slots, when we can fit her kid in, prices, and requirements. While I do this, I'm gesturing with my hands and leaning over the counter to point out some stuff on the sign-up sheet. The entitled mum interrupts me. I'm sorry, don't you have a sweatshirt or something? It's the middle of summer in a heatwave on a beach. I'm now clinging to my customer service smile because I'm still technically on the clock. I'm sorry, no, I don't. Would you like me to carry on? Is there anyone else I can speak to? You're making my daughter feel self-conscious. At this point, I just give up on being polite. No, you're making me feel self-conscious. It's summer, it's a beach, it's a heatwave. I do not have another shirt. Everything that needs to be covered is covered. And with all due respect, you're wearing less than I I am. Sam, wearing a t-shirt and denim shorts, hears all of this and recognizes my tone as my I'm about to snap tone. So he looks at me, I nod at him, and he jumps in. I'd be happy to help you, miss. My name is Sam. OP, why don't you go- Wait, Sam is a guy? Last I checked. I thought you were a girl. Sorry to disappoint. The entitled mother turns to me. Do you think it's appropriate to wander around like that when there's a young man nearby? And then she says to Sam, You should report her to HR. It's a beach. People walk around in less all the time. It's inappropriate. You're wearing a bikini. I'm not working. She is. You do know this is a surf school? Mick and Joe hear the noise. The entitled mother hasn't raised her voice or yelled or anything, but they can hear the tone of the conversation and decide they should step in just in case. Mick and Joe are both wearing board shorts and flip-flops with no shirts. Mick comes up behind me. Is there a problem here? Joe at Mick's side says, Anything we can help with? The entitled mother's eyes go wide. She looks between me and the three boys in shock and horror. The entitled mum recovers herself. I was just saying that- She was just telling me to put some clothes on. You know this is a beach, right? If anything, she's overdressed. The entitled mum can see she's not going to persuade me to magically summon more clothing to wear. And you can tell from her eyes she knows the boys won't agree with her. Then, a thought hits her like a brick to her hollow head. Just what were you four doing back there? Closing up? I'm not stupid. I beg to differ. You're telling me she answered the door practically naked and y'all wearing barely anything, but nothing's going on here? Mick jokingly says, OP, we've told you not to answer the door naked. I laugh. Don't you laugh at me, you little idiot. I know what's going on here, you perverts. Sam, who is gay, is an all-out, doubled-over peals of laughter. The entitled mum's daughter looks really embarrassed and is bright red with her face in her hands. <laughs> you, you think that? He trails off mid-sentence in favor of more laughing. Oh, sure. Everyone protects the office lady. Joe literally falls to the floor, clutching his stomach, laughing. Yeah, now, if you don't mind, we're mid-orgy, so get in or get out. It's just then that my boyfriend shows up. My boyfriend sees me, Joe, Sam, and Mick weeing ourselves laughing. 
the entitled mum's looking homicidal and the daughter is bright red with her face in her hands uh everything okay here my boyfriend comes over and gives me a hug and i get the frankly genius idea to pull him in for a kiss in full view of the entitled mother she screeches some demonic noise that only dolls can hear and stomps off her poor daughter in tow and that's the last we ever heard from her <laughs> i love that line from mick just putting this entitled parent in her place good job to that guy Entitled father yells at me and tries to destroy my phone because he got wet on a water ride Background information. I was at this theme park in the UK. It's quite big It's called Alton Towers in Staffordshire and in the park They have a ride called the battle galleons around the ride They have water cannons that you can use to wet the riders They also have them on the ride moving on to the story So an entitled father was on the ride So naturally I went on to one of the water cannons to wet the people on the ride. I then made a mistake I wet the entitled father and his entitled son. They are visibly annoyed. However, I think nothing of it They then exit the ride and I see them running up to where I am What gives you the right to wet me and my child? It's a water ride. That's the point. Well, did I give you permission to do that? I don't need permission. It's a water ride Me and my child are now soaking wet all thanks to you I will make sure to have you removed from the park and banned for life Daddy, I'm cold. Don't worry, son. Daddy's here. The entitled father then attempts to grab my phone out of my hand to throw it into the water rides area. At this time, a member of the park staff is walking by, so I call them over. This man is yelling at me because I wet him and his child on a water ride. He also just attempted to grab my phone out of my hand and throw it into the water. An entitled mum and entitled daughter from that same family then come off the ride and spot the ruckus going off down at where I am. The entitled mum begins shouting and screaming at me and the park staff what the f is going on over here please don't use that language around children mom this boy here wet me and my son why the f would you do that they are just trying to enjoy their day out it's a water ride the entitled daughter then tries to snatch my phone just like her entitled father i think we've seen enough here enjoy your day the park staff then escorts the entitled father son daughter and mum to the park exit and i get on with my day like nothing happened with my phone safely with me now guys look correct me if i'm wrong here but i've been on quite a few water rides and there's one thing they all seem to have in common they tend to involve water kind of mad i know it's the clues not really in the name but i don't know maybe some people just don't realize that as a result you tend to get wet on these rides i know maybe i'm wrong here there's just my my experience guys as i said let me know if i'm wrong i don't really get what this entitled family are complaining about it's a water ride that means you're surrounded by water you're gonna get wet surely it doesn't even matter if someone's shooting a water cannon at you from from outside the actual ride you're splashing down into water you're gonna get covered in it it doesn't really matter does it i don't know maybe i'm wrong here but when you sign up and you're like you know what yeah let's go on that water ride you're kind of expecting to get wet surely Surely, guys. The fact that the entitled father and her entitled daughter then try to grab your phone and chuck it back in the water ride. Yeah, that just shows how crazy this entitled family are. Now moving on to our second story of today's episode. Mum freaks at swim class. My daughter is nine months and we recently signed up for swim classes. At her age, it's basically getting them acclimatized to the water so they aren't scared and slowly getting them to the point that they can eventually float on their back. They do require masks for the parents. It's on the doors, it's in the pamphlets, and they make you watch a session before signing up, so it's not hidden. Well, we're getting ready, and this mum comes in for her kid's first lesson. He's about 15 months. She is unmasked, so the person at the front tells her she needs a mask, 
but that if she doesn't have any they have extra the mum just strolls on by tells her she's vaccinated and keeps it moving the girl was in high school and you could tell she didn't know what to do the head person there though is a bit older and seemed like she was no nonsense but she is awesome so i never could confirm it till that moment she goes up to the lady and nicely tells her that she does need a mask it's required even if you're vaccinated the lady doesn't like that though and says now that is ridiculous she didn't know and she wasn't going to do it the manager just tells her that that's fine she can fill out her cancellation and since she never did a lesson they'll refund her but the mum goes ballistic it was about 20 minutes of absolute craziness every cuss word imaginable which really annoyed another mum who had an 11th month old and a three-year-old with her yeah not surprised she then got into it with that mum about cussing and it was just a big fiasco the karen was yelling at the manager about being a sheep telling the other mum to stay out of it or else the manager was just staring i'm sure in disbelief at just what was happening the other mum who was yelling at the karen about cussing was also using every single word variant imaginable flipping mother trucker stuff like that that must have been hilarious conversation one mum just going for it just completely swearing not giving two dangs and this one you know using stuff like dang wow great stuff i did learn that even though my daughter is nine months old she thinks craziness is amusing when not involved because she was just staring and even giggled at one point when the karen made a sheep noise i mean i would too that is hilarious after 20 minutes of absurdity the police show up the high schooler had called them it wasn't hard to figure out what was going on but the funniest thing was the karen turned and said oh my god thank goodness officer this manager is discriminating against my freedom and that this lady thinks she can tell me what i can and can't say please arrest them (laughs) okay wow Uh, well the next part was a pure gold they'd already talked to the high schooler outside the door i guess so they knew what was actually going on they immediately cuffed the karen who just lets out this unbelievable shriek they told her she was under arrest and asked her who they could call to pick up the child who somehow had sat in his chair the whole time looking like he was used to this yeah probably because he is used to this she starts yelling that she isn't going to give out personal information she knows her rights before the cop says anything the other mum says wow you're dumber than i thought karen didn't like that and immediately lunged at her the cop tried to stop her and i guess kind of succeeded he didn't let her get a full head of steam this allowed the other mum to sidestep and give her a little nudge right into the pool at that point i think everyone knew it was best to end things the instructor helped the lady get out of the pool while she was yelling that she would sue and all sorts of nonsense the cop hurriedly got her out of there and she eventually gave her their husband's number who picked up the kid what an absolute whirlwind that story was i mean if you thought getting arrested was bad getting arrested and then having the wombo combo of being shoved into a pool by a person that you were just arguing with wow that is next level honestly i I really was not expecting it to go there brilliant i thought you know just plain and simple she's being annoying not wearing a mask anti-masker whatever gets arrested calm but no being shoved in the pool to top it all off oh my god she's been shoved into a pool having already been arrested what oh 
Justice. Justice indeed. Getting revenge on an entitled mother at Laser Zone. When my kids were little, we used to tire them out on Christmas Eve by being really busy all day until bedtime. We barely sat down from breakfast to bedtime. One year, we went to a laser arena. It was quiet with it being Christmas Eve and there were us, a family of four, and another family of four, and a woman, the entitled mum of this story, and her kid, the entitled kid. All the kids were around 10 or 11 years old. The game started and we, the adults too, went off into the arena. At the end of the first game, the entitled kid went off on one because he was at the bottom of the table with more deaths than kills. A negative KD is not what you want at Laser Quest, that's for sure. The adults were deliberately being bad at the game, ignoring the fact that the world's least stealthy kids were creeping up behind them loudly and giggling to each other. The entitled mum, however, was bulldozing her way ahead by shooting everyone in sight so that her kid would not get shot. Now, the problem was that once she'd shot us so that we could not shoot her entitled kid, our packs turned off. So the entitled kids shot on our packs did not register. The entitled mum was pretty much scooping up all of her son's potential targets and was pretty near the top of the board, second or third if memory serves correctly. By game three, she was getting angry, which prompted the kids and the childish adults, me included, to keep shooting her. But rather than her returning to base to respawn, she used herself as cover so that her entitled kid could shoot from behind her. This was against the rules, and one of my sons pointed it out. But she said, tough, and let her entitled kid shoot from behind her. At the end of the game, she was crowing to the kids and adults under her entitled kid on the leaderboard how great her son was and how he was going to win. Any mention of cheating got hand-waved away with losers whine about rules game four we all decided independently on a truce and an entitled kid hunt by the end of the game he was back at the bottom with his entitled mum. we covered all the exits from the spawn points outside the no-go zone to comply with the spawn point camping rules the only deaths in the entire game were the entitled mum and her entitled kid and the rest of us had all the kills. By the end of the game, she was raging at everyone for cheating, but the marshal insisted that we were playing within the rules, unlike her using herself as a human shield. We carried on for a couple more games while she was shouting at the staff for a refund. I do like the season of goodwill. Nothing like the Christmas spirit to bring out cooperation between strangers. Honestly, guys, this story takes me back to to a lovely place in my life. I remember when I was a bit younger, like every second birthday party that people would have, well, it would either be laser quest, laser tag, whatever you want to call it, paintballing or go-karting. Those were like the three go-tos that everyone seemed to have. And they were also fun for me. Laser quest is up there, you know elite it's an elite thing to do so much fun unfortunately it was kind of ruined but you know that's happened to me before honestly you play with people that take it way too seriously and in the end you're all like you know what screw these guys let's just gang up on them and absolutely destroy them that's what we did there op and it was unbelievable to see well done seriously though guys if you're ever like thinking oh what am i gonna do for my birthday doesn't matter how old you are go and play laser tag it's so fun and there we go that was one hour of entitled people messing with sports i wanted to make this video because i 
love sport and to me there is nothing worse than an amazing sporting moment occurring and a karen just ruining it it doesn't get any worse than that doesn't necessarily have to be a karen as you've seen could easily be an entitled kid involved in the sport could be anyone entitled it doesn't matter entitled people ruining sports is probably the worst of the worst in my opinion anyway i really hope you guys have enjoyed this one a little bit different than my usual content but uh yeah one that i thought might be a fun one to bring to you if you do want some longer form entitled parents videos you guys may know that i post movies here once in a while once every two or three months and uh yeah i've put four on screen they're all exceptionally long so if you want to sit back relax chuck one of these on the background whatever just pick one that looks cool i guess and whack it on with that all being said i really hope you guys have enjoyed this one thank you so much by the way for watching it in its entirety and i'll see you tomorrow with a brand new normal reddit video planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.